We're back. Welcome to Visibility Vixen, episode 29. Welcome to the Visibility Vixen podcast, where we create space to grow our brand with intention and clarity, one episode at a time. Join us as we explore the many aspects of entrepreneurship, start loving the journey instead of the destination, and begin building a legacy that lasts. Here's your host, Michelle Lewis. Hey everyone, welcome back to Visibility Vixen. I am bringing you another Family Circle episode. I know that uh, you guys have really enjoyed the time that you've spent with my parents and my husband, and so we were finally able to get everyone back in one room at one time with my snowball handy-dandy microphone, and so we're going to be uh, chatting and kind of catching up about what's been going on our uh, going on in our lives. I know that the last time we talked, I think we were in Disneyland, and we were celebrating my birthday. And we were talking a lot about intention, about how to not feel like uh, an imposter, especially in, you know, um, as an entrepreneur and all these other things. So it's kind of interesting to be talking now about what has transpired over the last four months. Has it been four months? Well, it's been since June. It's been six. Six months. Holy smokes. Yeah, so it's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's start with mom. You've had a very, your birthday, first of all, is tomorrow. Yes, what a way to celebrate it. uh Uh-huh, so you have had a very exciting happening, so why don't you and Dad talk about that? Woo! Well, you know, when, a cautionary note to those who decide to no longer live in the past, but live in the present and the future, and to um, work on, as they say, the quantum field of possibilities, um... Arthur and I have been working the last month in learning self-publishing, which I would have to say 100% goes to Arthur because he has learned to become a publisher. And we took out a novel I wrote almost 10 years ago called A Nativity Christmas and fine-tuned it. And he learned how to publish it. And it's now on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and Kindle and soon to be the Nook, I think, in a couple months. And it's been a really interesting experience. You know, we all came from the book signing last night. And I was noticing as I was signing books that I felt that I was like hovering over myself. And I think it's because it's when your future intent meets the present moment and you feel very lifted. Mm -hmm. And um, it just, it's a powerful reminder to not settle in the past and not keep your thoughts in the past because all you're doing then is recreating the same angst the same hurt feelings the the limitations uh the self uh recriminations or uh the voices in your head that maybe came from your parents or your siblings or your in-laws or whatever it might be and so then you become a reflection of that mm-hmm. i was thinking as i was talking to the ladies and the guys last night that how many of them were sitting there feeling that way because I used mm-hmm. to feel that way mm-hmm. and and how how do you take that and turn that corner well it has to first just start with the decision that you don't like where you're at and then uh, to to want to change that because there's some people that don't want to change mm-hmm. they're perfectly happy doing what they're doing or not doing anything mm-hmm. they're perfectly happy that way so 
uh, those aren't the people that we're really talking to. We're talking to the people who want to change things in their lives. Well, and I have an interesting perspective because I have been working on the sales page for Life Reboot. So I've been looking through your comments through the course and your testimonial where you are still at the point of do other people's opinions, words, mm-hmm. past define me or do they not? So it's really cool to see that because I think you took that course, what, a year and a half ago? When you first first released it. Right. And so starting that journey to now finally get to the point of being able to step out in your visibility and to step out with your message and your truth. And it's really, really hard to do that. You have to get so sick of yourself. You really do because you're on the outside looking in. You have your nose pressed up against the window and you're looking over there at the perfect whatever mm-hmm. that you want. That you, I always thought I could be a great fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And so um, you're going to spend, well, if you've already spent 30 years or 20 years or how many years being that way, you're guaranteed you're going to spend the rest of your life that way. That is exactly what you'll do for the rest of your life. But there's safety in that. But well, there's huge I could safety. have been this, but I was blah, right. blah, blah. Because you never I've have to prove. I've done that. I've had, you know, work stolen. I've had my head photoshopped on a bikini model on the cover of a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I've had every shame and humiliation that would make you want to just hide under your bed and go, well, I can't do it because look at all the ways that I've been taken advantage of, the ways I've been victimized, poor me, and I had this upbringing or this past or blah, 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 but... We've all had something. So what, what do you what do you tell somebody though? Then if if you, what do you tell the person that is looking out and is sick of living their life so securely, and in a certain pattern? What do you tell them to break it, or how, you know what, what causes that person <clears throat> to break it? I think well, I can only speak for myself, mm-hmm. but I think uh, to quote Joe Dispenza here, you have to do the work, the work that he had to do to get from being several months lying flat on his stomach. And crippled. Not, crippled, can't move. They, he was faced with that surgery or not. He was the one that decided no to the surgery, and he was the one that decided that he would try to do whatever he could to change his mindset from, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in a wheelchair, I'll have to give up my practice, blah, 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 to finding out, letting the body heal itself. The body isn't so intuitive, etc. but it takes work every day, and that's the second part. I'm glad you brought that up. Because that's the second part. That's what I did. I read voraciously. I took all kinds of quizzes. I did all kinds of studies from Bible studies to quantum theory stuff to meditation stuff to whatever. And Arthur, I'm bringing you in on this, you and I decided we did not want to keep recreating the past. I've always found what's effective for me to snap myself out of it, to slap myself in front of a mirror a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> or have somebody else do it. Or have somebody else. <laughs> I'll always be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't do it at random. <laughs> out the shopping mall. Oh, my mother, my mother, my brother, my sister. <laughs> well, anyway, I think to simplify that even further, to use that illustration of pressing your face up against that glass, I would say... Step back and realize that you're not in front of a window. You're in front of a door. Mm-hmm. And the choice that you can do is just to turn that handle and step forward. It, it, takes... can, it can be as simple as you're walking down the street listening to this podcast or you're at the gym or you're in the shower. Be careful. 
um, or you're wherever, and you just simply take one step to your left and mm-hmm. say to yourself, I'm on a different path. The subconscious recognizes that. It can literally be that simple. And of course, you have to put in the work. You have to put the day-to-day dedication of being in your meditations, expanding your mind. That's why I designed Life Reboot to help with this process. Mm-hmm. But it, it will happen. And you don't have to have it perfect every day. None of us here have it perfect. We have our days where we're cleansing or detoxing or we're in a huge old pattern. I worked myself up into a frenzy yesterday over literally nothing. Nothing was due. My whole team was happy and doing their thing. You know, everything was good at home, all that. But I, my body is so used to that chemical addiction of anxiety that it kicked up huge. And it took me all day to get out of that pattern. You've got your old self and the new future self. Mm-hmm. And you have... Uh, things during the day that will trigger you back to your old self mm-hmm. and then that's the but the the freedom in that is that you start to recognize it sooner and sooner and sooner and sooner oh i know what's going on because mm-hmm. there's those chemical addictions to the, those past emotional things and mm-hmm. and i think any of us would have said that's poppycock Mm-hmm. There's nothing poppycock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing true about that, but it here. but it is true. Well, the good thing See about that though is that eventually working on yourself and changing your patterns is then your addictions become into being more creative or being doing the things that you have put off or you've been watching yourself do but haven't been doing them. Yeah. And so once you finally make that leap, you, that's what you start to addict. Or that's that's the what you your your body starts to crave. So Have that, you felt that transformation with the work that you've been doing in the past year? I think so. I think you know, um, for me, uh, a lot of what I was wanting to do is change, kind of how I had my outlook on my job and how uh, that was like the the one of the big things right away. And I think that through the different, you know, waking up and telling myself today I'm going to choose joy and today I'm going to look at all the positive things and everything I've been able to kind of, I've, I've, I've definitely felt a difference in that. And then in just my personal life, there's been some things that I've definitely wanted to change. And um, I think the last month and a half has been the, the, the largest changes has occurred. And, um, and it's been good. It's, it's, I feel totally different now than I have that I, you know, you think back on it too. This is the other thing you think back on it. It's like, whoa, I can't believe that I felt that way or that I, that I experienced this emotion or had this or reaction reaction or whatever. And, and to now think about that person with who you are now is totally foreign. And it's, it's, it's very interesting. I can so relate to that because I used to be a raging beast I was in pain all the time, so, you know, thank goodness I had supportive parents who carried me through a lot of that, but I really had to get so sick of how ugly I was inside Mm -hmm. and go, I'm tired of being holed up in bed, I'm tired of being a victim to everyone and everything, what if I started taking back my power? And I was talking to a woman on a podcast today, and... um, We were talking about how you can get so easily overwhelmed with the enormity of your business, your brand, whatever, that you get caught up in that avalanche 
because it takes over. Mm -hmm. So how intentional you have to be that, no, I'm the spearhead of my life and my business. My business, my relationships, all of that, they follow me. I'm the train. I'm not jumping onto other people's train. I am the train, and therefore the business follows, and the relationships follow, and the creativity follows. Because otherwise, you get into this chronic state of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of creatives, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call them, get stuck in is constantly comparing themselves. What am I going to do? I can't afford this. How do I put this in place? And they're so overwhelmed that it just breeds complete atrophy. Well, as you get to your, I want to ask uh, Arthur a question in a second, but as you get to that better space, you also realize how you failed in past ways because you are, were rather, you were reacting in the old self, like Nathan said. Mm -hmm. And so you see why people had problems with you. You see why people took offense and all that. And, you know, you try your best to rectify all that mm -hmm. as much as they will allow that or everybody can embrace that uh, forgiveness and move on into great things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been a, that's a really important part of healing. I was, this reminded me, Arthur, when you, you know, you've finished, Pretty Little Liars, your seventh year and season, etc., and how you went, you changed from having to just kind of have the world on your shoulders with the job of past jobs, etc., to being a light on this on the set, and how people reacted to you differently because you embodied hope and change for them. Well, just a a while to learn that um, happiness is an acquired habit. Mm -hmm. It has to be practiced on a daily basis. And you have to start your day out with that and choose happiness, choose joy. This doesn't always work. I mean, things happen during the day, and, you know, mm -hmm. particularly in the entertainment business where, you know, there's a lot of pressure and long hours. You get tired and you get grouchy. But mm -hmm. uh, if you wake up and you start out with your intention of saying, oh, I'm going to be happy. I think one of the best examples is there was a billionaire who reported he's at the pinnacle of his in, investment empire and he'd made it to the top of the mountain and the reporter asked him, he says, you know, if you could go back in time and, and, and tell yourself one thing, what would it be? And he said, I would go tell myself when you make it to the top of the mountain, there's nothing there. Oh, oh, wow. It's all about the climb up the mountain, mm -hmm. the journey every day. Wow. So that was pretty That's heavy. That's sober. Yeah. yeah. And so every day, <clears throat> listen, we're all going to have lack. We're all going to have relationship problems. But you have to put yourself in your mindset that you're not going to let all that drag you down. Because that will just take you into old past patterns. Your subconscious will bring up all the bad things that have ever happened to you in your life. And you'll be living in the past, not in the present and you can tell when people aren't present, you know, you're looking at their eyes are backwards and mm -hmm. they're someplace else. And so, listen, during the day, I mean, if you can go up and encourage somebody, make them laugh and get them out of themselves, mm -hmm. because our minds are artifacts of the past. If you mm -hmm. don't tell your mind what to think, it will take you back into your past and says, oh, you're not thinking of anything right now. Hey, do you remember 1978 when you had that <laughs> terrible wreck? And oh, you're out of and, and all of a sudden you start feeling terrible, mm -hmm. and it'll start exhibiting the physical symptoms of some bad trauma you had in the past. So if you don't Body instruct your mind, the mind, yeah, mm -hmm. if you don't instruct your mind, all right, we're gonna have joy today. We're gonna have a good time. No matter what happens, we're gonna keep a positive perspective. 
And when you, in the way the quantum field is, when you put an intention out there and you put it with an elevated emotion, which is because our thoughts are electrical and our emotions are magnetic. We're electromagnetic beings. Uh, and we're, we're quantumly entangled with everybody and everything. So um, if you put out the positive intention, I'm gonna have a great day, I'm gonna be a positive influence to those around me, and you put that out there, then that spreads. People start to feel it and they go, oh, you know, things feel a little different today, right? So if you can get everybody to start thinking positive, right? So, you know, a lot of times you can bring your team together and say, hey, here's what we're gonna accomplish today, here's what we're gonna do, here's the plan, you know, we're gonna get it done quickly, efficiently, we're gonna get out of here early, we're gonna have fun doing it. Everybody go, hey, hey, did you hear that? We're gonna have fun today. Hey, let, let's, get, <laughs> let's get going, let's get this stuff done, you know? And so, that's why you were rapping in 10 hours. Yeah, so if you get, and you have to have a plan to go in with. Sure, of course. But then if you get everybody on the plan and everybody can have fun and laugh while they're doing it, mm -hmm. then it gets rid of all that negative energy and everybody has, has fun doing it, you know? Yeah. So, but that requires practice and patience and you have to do it on a regular basis. And, and you also have to create uh, space for yourself to be creative. Your creative mind is your frontal lobe, right? Mm -hmm. And so you, that's where you have to take the time to shut your mind body down. It wants, to, it wants you to flit around like a fly from this to that to this to that and say, okay, quiet. We're going to do a little concentrating here, calm the body down and go into your creative space so you can be creative and you can and give your creative side a chance to come out that may give you your next invention, it may give you your next book, you know. Um, so that's why we took Tawny's book and we said, you know, a lot of letters going out to publishers, it's so hard to get published. I said, well, there's got to be avenues out there we can do this. So mm -hmm. you can take your book, you put it on uh, as a Kindle ebook, mm -hmm. and, and Amazon has what they call, I, I love the title of this, Create Space, where you go and you format and you make your own cover and you publish your own book and it's publishing on demand so people can get a hardback copy, they can download on their Kindle. So, you know, no matter what your product is, or maybe, listen, it, it could be an 85-year-old woman who just wants to tell her family history. Mm -hmm. She types it up. You create a book cover for nothing. You know, Photoshop, you create mm -hmm. your own book cover or go to Canvas. Mm -hmm. Create your own book cover. But it, doesn't, they didn't, they, it doesn't cost you anything to create a Kindle ebook or to publish your book. And so you can create that. And so... Listen, even 85-year-old one puts together a family history, and now it's in a book. Mm -hmm. She gives us, and, and if it's an interesting history, guess what? People start buying the book, the word gets out there. But what a great thing. I mean, you know, generations will have, wow, I had no idea. You know, Grandma went mm -hmm. to that back in early 1900s. So everybody has something. You have to be, continue to be creative to evolve. If you don't, you stagnate. And you, you listen, we're all start deteriorating a little bit at a time, but uh, what I found, when you go into creative space and you can maintain that creative drive moving forward, mm -hmm. then it keeps your mind active and it propels you into the future that you're intending and that you want. Mm -hmm. So you're not a victim of circumstances, you're a proactive creator. There's a lot of quotes in everything he said that I feel like I could just Instagram out all day long. <laughs> well, I think that you're absolutely right. And I think that we have to stop looking at time as linear. 
That's correct. Yeah. You know, time moves more like a circular wave. And a perfect example of that is you take my passport photo from when we were going to go to Italy. Mm-hmm. And when I was sick and all of that, and you take my driver's license photo now, and now looks younger mm-hmm. than when yeah. I was 14. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? I'm 31. Mm-hmm. Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> So the only reason is because cells can regenerate. Right. We can change, but everything follows the mind. And I think it's so important to find that creative space, to have that morning routine, to open yourself up. Like mom, she gets a distinct feeling like on the top of her head when she's supposed to write. You know, I get this little like butterfly thing that happens in my chest when I know a really great idea is coming. So we all have different ways that we're communicated with when we're supposed to create something. It also well, helps and- I lock her in a motorhome because she gets three chapters written in her publisher. Which did stick, happen just recently. I'm just going to stick food in the door to well, get that third well, chapter written. We'll call it creative threatening. Yeah. <laughs> Back to what you were saying about regenerating. I, most people will go, well, you know, yeah. Who are these people to say something like that? I just want to bring out two words for people. That's called worry lines. Mm-hmm. Worry lines happen on a person's face who worries a lot. You cannot dispute that. Mm-hmm. It could happen to you or you see it in a family member or somebody you work with, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, the state of your emotional uh, being dictates itself eventually into your physical being Mm -hmm. so worry lines are an example of that and they can be reversed yes you just have to do the work Mm -hmm. and i don't mean go get i mean you can go get plastic surgery and do whatever you want but please don't uh it's so much easier to just look at why you're worrying so much and change your heart. Change your heart about it. Do some work on that. Get some and happy then, lines, I call them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's true. Nathan and I were just talking the other night about the uh, how awful my cystic acne used to be. How disfiguring mm-hmm. it was. And that, from all the dermatologists, is not curable. Right. You can go on Accutane or whatever and it'll keep it at bay, but it's not curable. But... You know, the dedication, the daily correct herbs, correct mindset, all of those different healing things, and I don't have them anymore. Right. Everything is fixable. Everything is reversible. Everything is possible. It's like Dad talking about as a child, thinking of all these ideas that are only now starting to be invented. Mm -hmm. I mean, why is that? As children, I think it's because we don't see limits yet. We're not taught the structures of reality. They haven't been put in a box yet. Yeah. Right. Well, and what is reality? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's what we create, and exactly. most realities are based on the past. Mm-hmm. I like to be so far or somebody's out. Yeah. some sorry somebody's perception of you that you've gone. Oh, that must be true. Mm-hmm. Well, it could totally be untrue because that person's mad at you, so they're going to say all these negative things. So, um, go ahead. I like to be so, so far on the outside of the envelope, my feet are barely touching the gluey part. Mm. <laughs> that's very visual. Well, so, so many people are just they're, they're afraid, you know, yeah, of course, to go out of the box because that's not the normal thing. Or right. oh, it's someone else will come up with it. Or oh, you know, why why do I have to be that person? And they just they just aren't they just won't do it. And you know, to publish your first book. It, it, 
is amazing and, and you're never too old you're never too young to do any of this stuff no and it could not be a book it could be an invention it right. could be, a, could be you know an online business it could be coming up with a camera that nobody has ever seen on set before mm-hmm. it could be yeah. anything it's so easy it's like when we were all in film whenever we'd go to church or go out to eat or see friends what was the one thing that always happened I have this great idea, right? Uh, would you write it for would me? You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you take this for me? And it's like, yeah. that's what most people do. They mm-hmm. have the idea, but yeah. they never put in the work to bring exactly. it into physical reality. Yeah. But that's right. part of the creative process. That's why right. you don't, you know, stay pregnant for nine months and then it disappears. You <laughs> give birth right. to the child. It's a process. Right. It's part of the process. But we've all been where we said, I have a great idea. I wished somebody would do something with this. And... Because you you didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to put the time and energy into mm-hmm. it. We've all been there, so we know that. And so by us addressing this isn't because we're saying, gee, why aren't you all doing this? No, no, no. We're saying, let us help you because we've been there too. And this is what we have found that works well, for us. Well, and look how far we've come in six months. So we're like the living testament to mm-hmm. doing the work and what can happen. Mm-hmm. Nathan's on a new show. You've published your first book. Dad's working on a movie, getting it prepped, and I've brought on BAs. Like, stuff is happening, and it's not an ego thing at all. It's just, hey, look what happens Mm -hmm. when you put in the time and the intention and the work. Your reality does change, and it starts to change to be in accordance with what you want it to be. And I think along with everything that we're saying, what needs to be said is, what is the ultimate goal, though? Your your goal has got to include touching and helping people Mm -hmm. in some way or another. So... Mm -hmm. Every time that I write something, and you could go down the line here at the table, it's to cause an effect of uh, helping ease misery in the world, helping create bounty in some way or another, mm-hmm. helping somebody get past their emotional scars so they can they can be great in whatever it is that they're going to do. So uh, with that constantly in mind, it's really the gas in the engine that keeps you moving forward. Absolutely. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. We've really enjoyed uh, sitting around and chatting and having you here with us. And we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. None of this happy holidays crap. No December pine here. I've got a beautiful Christmas tree. (laughs) And we want to just wish you a beautiful, beautiful Christmas with your family and your friends. Celebrate the joy of the season. Know that you are a creator. And we cannot wait to see what you create in the new year. We'll see you next time. God bless. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening in today to the Visibility Vixen podcast. Subscribe now and share with a fellow Vixen who wants to start building their visibility. For more fire in your life and brand, visit visibilityvixen.com.